pull this out. Winter, spring, summer, fall, seasons change, we still keep it together. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans, are you ready to dive deep? Episode by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles Rose. Did I say that? Yeah. Harry Mullen. This heinous thing about the, the the real person, and we're going what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush TV crush worthy. Like so many special guests, and all your questions live on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Oh yeah. Okay, here we are on, on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. It's a two for one. <laughs> in one shot, Cheryl. Pete, where are you, babe? I'm in New York. I'm back here filming more of that documentary on Broadway Understudies, which is super exciting. What shows are you relating to? Right now, we're really focusing in on that Moulin Rouge show. And the, the understudy, Ashley Lauren, who I've known for a long time, is the lead of the show now. So this is an incredible story of how that can happen to, to some people. No. Anyway, what's going on? Okay, so now listen. So here's the thing. What's very exciting is, well, this week, the episode that we're going to show is something from season eight. So it has nothing to do with you guys whatsoever. But we did want we did want to come on and announce our Super Deluxe Christmas Party 3. It's coming on December 21st. It's going to be a live show. But we have something really exciting that everybody can get involved in. We are going to be reading an episode of Beverly Hills 90210, and everybody's going to have parts. Chuck, what is the episode? It's just an episode, Pete. It's a, it's a totally happening life. It's a totally what happening life. Yep. I was setting you up. Go ahead. Yeah. Chuck should get in this, but it certainly is a notorious and also wonderful episode. And it's a Christmas episode. Absolutely. And Karen and I wrote it, and we, uh, we were desperate, so we went to Talking Angels. And we're going to play the Talking Angels. That's right. And Lair's, and Lair's going to set okay. us up. And, and I believe you're going to read the stage direction. I'm looking at the cast list now. Okay, so it's a totally happening life. We're, we're going to do a stage reading of it. Uh, I think we're going to add, ask our friends, uh, uh, Brian or Mary, maybe kind of have a little underscore music while we're doing it. I was thinking of some of the wonderful dramatic and Speaking scenes. of underscore music, we have to get in the mood, right? Yeah, yeah, we are in the mood. Yes, yeah. we are in the mood. Anyway, we are going to play Brandon. We've asked people to play Brandon. I'm totally narration. I'll, I'll probably play some other adult parts like Jim and uh, and Gil Myers. But uh, we are looking for a Brandon. We're looking for a Kelly. We're looking for an Andrea, a Cindy, a Dylan, a Steve, a David. Though Pete wants to play David too. A Donna. A Nat, Mrs. Teasley, Gil Myers, Nikki, and the kid. Now, the thing is, okay, so a couple of things about everything you just said. Uh, the Steve part, I think, is big in this episode. I think the Mrs. Teasley part is very big in this episode. I think so, too. Because I remember that Mrs. Teasley has a big speech that she makes, and so we need someone who's got some... A little bit of oomph behind that. So, so well, what we're we want to do? Just go for it. I mean, we're not going to have auditions for this. We want no. to. Be so it's a, and it's also going to be a drinking game within it, and exactly. And other things, and other things are going to pop. It's in. a party. So we'll see how much it's a party. So yeah, we'll see how party. much. So here's what it is. So we're putting it out there. All the people who know our podcast, like our podcast, and want to be part of it, we'll be able to. You know, you'll play. Uh, uh, Brandon, but you'll play them on this page. Maybe we get a big response, and if we don't, we'll just break it up in so Pete, We'll break it up into scenes. Where should they check, in? Should they check we in? We can have multiples. Yes. So if you want to, and Melanie will probably come back from this. She's right now at the oh, winter we meetings. Play, yeah, we want Melanie to play Andrea. Andrea. Yeah. Melanie's Brandon. Andrea. I'm Brandon. So that's perfect. Good mix there. Uh, all right. So if you want to join us, all you have to do is just get in touch with me. Just let me know however you want to do this. And I, of course, will reach out to a bunch of people that I know have done this for us in the past and would love to come on. 
But we really want everybody to participate. We're in, it's open to everybody who listens to our podcast, Patreon or no Patreon, whatever you have. Um, and we're really excited. So there's how many parts, Larry? Is there about 10 parts that we need to cast uh, here? Or? I just uh, had it. There. Well, I had an idea, too. It's, uh, one, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have an ensemble show. We've already okay, so it's probably like twelve or thirteen open parts. Okay, so twelve or thirteen I open parts. I got an idea too. I got an idea. If you want to be in the, uh, it's a totally happening life choir, and sing the songs that the the, the traditional Christmas songs I that know. were used in the episode. Oh, I'm hoping Mary. Let Mary us is, know Mary because Mary we'll Mary give you the episode, Keith. Well, yes. we'll get the you'll get the episode with the original music. And you guys will we'll be able to show it on YouTube or are we gonna get into copyright problems? Uh, the singing we won't be able to do. No, singing a cappella, I think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine for that. So that would be so if they want to um if well, people want to get together on that, it's a party. It's December twenty first. So you get the one the Christmas music, and I'll be I'll be part of that. Yeah, December twenty first, uh, super deluxe it. Christmas party three. Where else do you want to be? And now, what's what's great is. Now you get to be a part of the deluxe party. I mean, in the, the past, we did something really fun with Jamie. We've had uh, we've had a couple of really good years here with the with the super deluxe Christmas party. But now the fans are actually going to get a chance, much like on Thanksgiving, they're going to get a chance to participate with us, and uh, it will be a blast. So if you want to be whoever you want to be, I mean, listen. That, that script, and Pete, you should show a couple of clips from that script also. Just to show how we're doing and the, the real people are doing. Now, uh, what I'm going to do, by the way, I haven't told you guys this now, but next week I'm going to do the best of the Super Deluxe Christmas parties. And I'm going to cut together the, like yeah, you know what I mean? And maybe we'll shoot, we'll record another intro for it, you know what I mean, next week. And okay. it's the best okay. of the things that we have done. And then we'll be hyping up the, the, the December 21st uh, Super Deluxe Christmas party. So, thanks. So listen, guys, get in on this now because this is going to be a lot of fun and we really want to enjoy this with you. We appreciate all of the support you've given this podcast in the last few years, and um, I think it will be a fun time for everybody. Exactly. All right, Chuck, Larry, what's what's going on with you? For the You guys are together? Are you guys going to do something fun now together? or? I don't know. Chuck just dropped by because I knew he didn't have access to uh, do this intro, and he's here. Exactly. He's a neighbor. The computer right man came. First, he had to do stuff at our house here in uh, the marina, and then we did caravan over to Venice, where he actually looked at the computer and said, nope, this one's done. So we had another one to pull out. So he's putting that computer and everything about it back together. Oh, and my God. This, is... this, this engagement, I had to, we had to do it. It gives me a chance to be with Larry. It's amazing. Um, all right. Well, this is great, guys. I'm going to now play the interview from season eight, which is why you guys tuned in tonight. And, uh, but with, with Zach, the little, he was a little kid in the series. He played, uh, what's her name? Um, Carly. No, the, the, the actress, Hillary Swank's son right. in the series. And then they right. both were removed at the same time. So that, right. that's right. Yeah. the kid was having so much fun on set. And then did he have a career, he have a career after that? Or did that just crush him? <laughs> no, he did. He did, but you know, it. But as most kid actors, if you know, it, it does sl slowly start to change for for them. And I don't want to spoil the interview, so uh, go ahead. Have fun. Joe. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much. It was it's good seeing you, and uh, we'll we'll be back with a new in another intro next week. And then don't forget the super uh, deluxe Christmas party on the twenty first. Okay. Hello. Hello. This is exciting. Yeah, I'm glad uh, glad we can make it happen. Yeah. Um, so I'm just closing other windows as I'm like looking at grading stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, you look a little different. Slightly, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've grown up, but still actually, actually quite the same. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah, normal when you see someone that's older now. Miles Jeffrey was Zach on Beverly Hills 90210 a very long time ago. Uh, and you're doing way different stuff now than acting, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm working on a PhD in uh, English literature now, so a little, little different. <clears throat> yeah, and about looking at uh, words all day, whether it's you're doing you know, brew stuff, or... right? You're doing some beer stuff too. Yeah, that's like kind of more of a more of a hobby than a than a career track, but definitely something that uh, that I'm into for sure. Sometimes those things become the career track, though, right? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not going to for me. Um, um, it's one of those things that's like if I because I thought about it for a little bit, and I was like, if I if I ended up like you know, even even working at like a brewery or something like that, like I would just, it would stop being fun. <laughs> sure. And well, yeah. well, I'm curious, like, so let's go back to talking about your acting, right? Yeah. Uh, you were a, a child actor. And what was what was that like for your your life? Like when and was that something that you wanted to do? Or was that something your parents did? Or what, what was that? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, going back to the back to the beginning is always kind of a strange thing. Because I started when I was about four or five I think is like when I went on like my first auditions and my oldest brother who's five years older than I am um he had done like a commercial or two when he was like a toddler and my middle brother who's uh like a year and a half older than I am um we were you know close in age and we could read pretty early on and so my mom you know saw that like we could read we had you know a personality we lived at that time like two hours from LA so you know it wasn't like impossible and she just asked us like, hey, do you want to be on TV? And like, when you're five, you go, yeah, like, of course. And so um, we met with my oldest brother's like previous agent that my mom was still in contact with. She, you know, met my brother and I, and she's like, yeah, like cute kids, uh, you know, as long as they take like a commercial acting class, like I'll start sending them out on auditions. And um, we did, and she did. And, um, you know, it was just like kind of, slow snowball right like first you're like waiting for the first job right which mm -hmm. in this case for me was like a Domino's commercial that my brother got hired in and because I was like tagging along um because you know child care and all of that <laughs> right. um I ended up getting hired for the commercial too because it was like a peewee hockey team and like I could ice skate and like one of the kids they were going to hire like said he could but he couldn't so I was like there like you know just showing off or whatever around like the right. director whoever's casting it and they're like who's that kid and he's like oh it's my brother and they're like all right well is he an actor like yeah okay well like he can be in the commercial too so we have like a full like you know uh full team and then from there it was just you know commercials more commercials um for me the kind of the, the big break was doing the movie face off yeah uh, with with, with Travolta. John Travolta. yeah and Nicholas Cage uh, right yeah, it's funny. Yes, yes. On paper, yes, it's John Travolta, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage like kills me in the movie in the opening sequence. Um, but he was actually not there on set. He was still filming Con Air. Okay. So yeah, it was sort of weird that like I didn't meet him. I'm sure people in your life, it. because they're so fascinated with Nicolas Cage now, are like, wait, didn't you do that movie with Nicolas Cage? Sort of. Yeah, right? actually, I technically I've done two movies with him. Neither time did I meet him. Although I did, <laughs> uh, I, I did a, like years later, 10 years later, I did an animated film called The Ant Bully that he was in. And like with, you know, with animated stuff, like you just like ships in the night. It's like if right, you sure. happen to be, you know, at the booth at the same time, like someone leaving or going, whatever. Um, I did actually did get to meet him though because I came back to the set of Face Off for like one day when they were filming kind of near my house and I was like I met him as he was like heading back to his trailer and I was like hey like you know um which is cool <laughs> yeah um, yeah so you did get to meet him how was John Travolta he was so like warm and like kind and yeah I mean it was just like he was um he told me like so his son Jet who has unfortunately like since passed away um was like pretty similar in age uh to me and like you know I remember like one of the first thing he says like oh you're you remind me so much of my son and then like immediately like you know I just like felt this like warmth from this guy and we only had two days of shooting um one of which was you know like shooting shooting because I got shot um right, 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 but right. uh yeah like I mean I I remember it like still like pretty vividly and like fondly and like um, you know, I wanted to like do as much of my own stunts as I as I could because I'd get shot and I'd like fall off the this like carousel. Um, and John Wu, like the director, was like so like you know he like thought I was like a porcelain doll. Like he was like you know like oh no no like we can't get you hurt. Like you have to like be careful, be careful, be careful. Meanwhile, like, there must have been a lot of be careful, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. And that's like meanwhile, it's like John Wu films. Like everyone's like you know things are exploding, people sure. are like fighting. You know, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, he was just like you know very like like we need to protect 
<laughs> I'm like six years old or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. And so, you know, um, having like a movie on your resume obviously like helps when you're still auditioning for TV and other movies. And so. Um, when you're I'm an done, actor like, at that age, like, are you, because so much of what you learn about acting later on is, you know, you have how, how do you develop the characters? How do you find the characters? And I'm sure when we get to talking about 902, no, that's something that you would have done probably because it was a regular sh- series. But I mean, how are you finding that at, the, at such a young age? Like, what are you doing? Are you just doing what feels natural or what are you taking acting classes? Um, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Let me rearrange my chair. Um, I. I wasn't really in regular acting classes, um, but I did go to like acting coaches um, where, you know, we would, I would learn my lines and then we would run them and, um, you know, sort of figure out at that, at that age, it's not real. I don't remember it being like, oh, like what's your character's like intention and motivation and like, sure. what's your want? And like, there's no like Meisner technique where, you're, you know, <laughs> right. you're like shouting one word at one another or anything like that. <laughs> but to me, like back then, my approach to acting was like, say the lines in a way that sounds natural right and like i never really thought it had to be more than that um later on it's like an acting teacher asked me like what is your approach i was like oh it's like you know lawrence olivier like you just say the words <laughs> like oh it's not a technique at all and i was like oh yeah and sure. that might and not be lawrence olivier's right yeah yeah like it worked for him right right totally, famous yeah. shakespearean actor um yeah. yeah so for me you know that at that age it mostly was just memorizing speaking you know as naturally as possible you know maintaining you know like kind of like basic stuff like maintaining like eye contact as a way to like you know it wasn't like I wasn't thinking about it like oh I need to slip into this character I need to do this like for me it was just like you know my job is to say these lines as convincingly as possible like that's kind of as simply as I thought about it and you know it worked it did <laughs> pretty yeah, decently sure. decently well um for you know my my career as like a you know six to ten year old eleven year old whatever. Do you remember how you got nine hundred two one zero? Yeah, it must so, have been right around right after that, right? That's around that time. Yeah, so um, ninety seven is like when I got cast. So yeah, so ninety seven ninety eight. So I guess I would have been like six, turning seven, uh, and. Um, I went to like, you know, standard big audition, right? Tons of kids in the waiting room. Um, you know, in those days, you know, the, the sides are faxed to you after you have to like get a answer a pager or go to a payphone <laughs> and call your agent back and be like, yes, I want to, I can go. Um, and so, yeah, I went to the, the first audition. It went well, got a callback, went well. And then I think my third callback was like, I went to network and, you know, it was like, such a different experience because you're no longer like in like the standard like casting offices you're like in a boardroom and I remember right. it being like literally like a boardroom like big like wood paneled walls and like a long table with like nine people on the other side and like me like you have to read of... you have to read the dialogue as Zach there mm-hmm. that's pretty intense yeah and so like Aaron Spelling was like one of the people at the table um at that point I think I read directly with Hillary Swank I it could have been a reader and she could have just been in the room but I'm like 90% sure that like I actually read with her and I remember like the sort of the difference maker right for me was that like in the scene I had to hide a banana that like I wasn't going to eat or something like underneath a napkin and like I actually like mimed it like actually was like you know did the action of doing that and I guess no none of the other potential Zacks did right and uh and uh, uh, you know Hillary apparently was like yeah like that's that's the kid like he's you know he's who I would pick um, obviously it like, wasn't her call but uh um, well I'm sure they listened to I'm sure exactly yeah I'm yeah, sure, yeah, yeah I'm sure that, that carried a lot of weight so right for sure what and what was she like do you remember meeting Hillary Swank I mean she's such a huge well and I think she was a huge becoming a huge actor right around this time uh yeah i mean like she had done like the next karate kid and she was in buffy like buffy the movie not the show before then um and so like you know i don't i hadn't seen either of those two things because like i guess i was a little kid um so i you know i wasn't like i didn't know who she was she was just like someone i'm acting with um see i don't really remember like meeting her because like it would have been like in the audition process um 
but yeah, like, I mean, pretty quickly, like we developed like, a, a, I think like a pretty strong rapport. Um, you know, most of our scenes were together. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, I guess we can like get into like the show experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, um, you come to you set, know, you're going to be, do you know what 90210 is at that age? Like, are you aware this is a huge show? Cause it's a big show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't watch it right again. Like I'm watching like, you know, Nickelodeon, <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was aware that like, it was a big network show, right? Like, I, I don't think I knew quite like, you know, cause I'm coming in at season eight. It's an established show. I don't think I knew like the history. I, I didn't know like that Shannon Doherty had left or right, like, right. Like, I didn't know any of yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, I just knew that like, Hey, like this is a big show. Right. And right. so for me, I was like, all right, like I need to do like the best job I can. Cause like, this is like how you, you know, get more work make it, <laughs> make yeah. it in Hollywood. Right. Like, yeah. And if I can keep this job, like, great, like nothing like, you know, being like steadily on a show. So I had like an impression that that was the case. I, I, you know, I wasn't like a fan of the show going in. Sure. Um, was your, was your family aware of it? Like, you know, was there. Yeah, there I don't think they were like regular watchers, but like my, my mom, probably more so than my dad, um, like knew it and like probably watched it like earlier on, you know. Um, but then, you know, raising three kids, like sure. <laughs> television time, like watching time kind of out the window. Especially but they're like when... pop culture. Yeah, icon. no, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely I mean? like yeah. in the ether. Like everyone sure. yeah. knew, you know, Melrose Place, Nine Two Knows. Like, yes, like I. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And like, um, it was also cool because like I had like, um, like my teachers were like excited about it. So I was in third grade at the time and like, you know, my third grade teacher and like my like and like her friend who was like a second grade teacher got like we're like so excited because they're like oh my gosh you have like this show and uh they're giving you so all like, the backs kind of... they're all giving you all the backstory right? <laughs> shannon left yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, it's sort of interesting <laughs> that like you know like oh like the the adults in my life were like knew more kind of about it than i did but <laughs> yeah like i think you know from the beginning like we're filming like a soccer scene outside and like that's when i met ian and immediately he's like a big kid to me and i'm like okay like he's like he's like a fun uncle right like he's just like has that like energy and that like you know like he's just he's so fun and i picked up on that like immediately um and so we you know like we hit it off right away which is great because like we had a lot of scenes lot. together and like yeah. and that was like what our rapport was supposed to be right that like you know he and like you know Steve and Carly have this thing going on but like he and Zach are like oh wow like this is like a kid who's like bringing out the kid in me and like reminding me like you know that's not all this or that and that like, yeah like it's the first time we see Steve in sort of like a fatherly role which in that season season eight like college is over we're gonna start seeing these characters as adults now so it's like the perfect sort of thing for Steve to be involved in to be you know spending time with this kid Right. right and like you know one of my favorite scenes was like we're like he's like babysitting me right and like I have to like lie about like the foods that I ate because, right. like, <laughs> yeah and so like you know that I mean that scene was like on my like reel for like ever because it was like it's such a good you know like good moment um so yeah like you know right away like we hit it off and then you know kind of as I started obviously like that was working like out outside and then once we went to like the studio um, you know, filming, being like in a studio space with like dressing rooms and like passing people in the hallway, like starts to feel like kind of like a, another type, like a real job job <laughs> where like, yeah. like, oh, hey, you know, like, hey, Jenny, hey, hey, Brian, like that kind of thing. Um, my is it, is it like is, that? Is it like, does it, it become? It, yeah, it is like that. It, it, um, my dressing room is like across from Tori's and I would say, out of everyone, like Tori and I became the closest of like all the people that I like worked with on the show, like at the time. That's even inter that's interesting too because you didn't really have that much with her, right? Like basically, like no screen time. Right? But <laughs> yeah, it's like, those things, like things. yeah, like we're you know, um, but like we're across from each other, right? And like when she's like in her, you know, dressing room, like I'm in mine. Like I had schoolwork to do, but like. When I wasn't doing schoolwork, I was like playing Nintendo like in her room. Oh, there's a lot of oh, video there's games. a there's a yeah. scene where Zach ruins all of her artwork, and it becomes the child's play line. There's a scene. Oh yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> right? He draws all over her, her artwork out of the lines and all this. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry. Just, yeah. No, yeah. no. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's rushing back to me. Yeah. Too. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, offset time was like, for me, it was like hanging out with Tori a lot. And then just like a lot of video game, like video games abounded <laughs> in, the, in the studio. So like Tori had like an NES, like an original Nintendo. Oh, that's dope. Um, and so like I would play that we have like super mario brothers 3 like all the time um brian had a playstation and this was like you know early years of playstation so it's like the coolest thing um and then jason like race car driver had like a full-on arcade of course side by side daytona usa like arcade game right and then like you didn't have to pay for it right like there was no tokens like you just right. you just could play and so like Brian and I played that actually a lot. Like we would race each other. <laughs> you and Brian went into Jason's. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love it. Yes, yeah. and like I was, I was thinking about this. So like it couldn't have been in his dressing room because like it was big. So I think he just like ha- like there was just like a room for like Jason. Everything just like, like totally makes sense. Like everything you just said. Like Tori would have this classic NES sort of system, <laughs> not even know what to do with it, and 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 Brian would have the newest gaming system. Yeah, yeah. But of course, Jason would have like a a right, full on race. race car thing in his in his area. Yeah, and, yeah, and and so like you know we would play that, and I remember like I only like raced against Jason like once or twice. It was like it wasn't fun because he would just like smoke me every time because you know like I'm playing like kids like automatic mode, and he's like sh- you know shifting because like <laughs> he knows how to do it. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of that, um, and it was just you know like that's kind of what I remember most from the like like my time from the set was like those like in between times where like like every like and probably because it was I you know I was a kid that like I was bringing out like the the kid I guess like in everyone else and like I had a lot of fun doing that yeah I mean so what about with Hillary Swank herself did you have much interaction with her I mean or was she because I mean you were you did a lot with Hillary Swank yeah yeah so like we had you know like obviously like most of my scenes were with her like we also got got close um you know i think she was probably the only person that like i I wouldn't even call it a hangout because like i'm a kid but like that i would like maybe like see like outside of like shooting like we would like go to lunch you know Mm -hmm. like when we weren't filming or whatever um i kept in contact with her the most like after the show too like i remember like calling her the day after she won like her oscar for um boys don't cry and like right you know getting to talk to like an oscar winner like you know the next day like that like she took the phone call kind of a thing like like that was cool and so like we had you know a really good relationship um and yeah like I, it's weird though like i i have a hard time like remembering like what we did like offset like other than like hanging out like you know lunch or whatever um but like yeah, yeah like all the other stuff like with with brian and tori and jason and um and i and like that was like kind of like the stuff that i really <laughs> remember from it, it was like Again, you're a kid, like um, video games are your life, right? So, uh, so like that is that is pretty memorable. Um, was there was there was there any of the storylines that you remember specifically as being like, I love this work or I love I love what we're doing here? Yeah, I mean, um, I think like like I said, like the. And these are more, I guess, like moments or episodes, but like, you know, Steve babysitting me like is like was like a fun like that was like a really fun you know thing to to shoot and then um there's an episode like later on the season where I get lost at the mall um I remember that it's great yeah and, <laughs> yeah and that one um was was directed by Anson Williams who oh happy like, days yeah, yeah. Um, which of course, like everyone keeps telling me, like, oh, Anson Williams, Happy Days. I'm like, I haven't seen Happy Days. Like, um, <laughs> oh, but, were they like, saying that on set to you too? Like, this is yeah, no, people... like people like yeah, like people were like, do you know who this is? And I'm like, no, no I don't know what Happy. Like, days I mean, is. I could like recognize that, like, oh yeah, like yes, I knew that like Happy Days like was this like influential show, but like I don't think again at the time. Why like, would I didn't you have realize... known what Happy Days is? There's no reason. I mean, I've always watch... been into like trivia and stuff, and like sure. Okay. I, and, and more like I get that at that time like more movies than television so like I knew that like it was this like big show um and like I, I think I knew like like the word like Fonzie was like in my re- like in my register right um, <laughs> right but, I mean we yeah. all we all have that yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh but yeah so like you know uh I remember that being like a really like you know I, I was like this is like I remember being like this is good like this is like you know like this is a good like good storyline like 
I, I'm like, you know, this is like a chance for me to like, you know, like show off like acting chops or whatever it was, you know, like being lost, being scared, like, um, so like that is kind of vivid for me. Um, and then like the Christmas episode, um, also like, I remember, um, like pretty well. Also I remember there was like, I'm pretty sure there was like mistletoe somewhere. And I think like Tori like made a point to like find me under it and like kiss me on the cheek. And I remember uh, that being like, oh my gosh, like why is like someone big... kissing me? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. like it was like, you know, more like cooties rather than like whatever or anything I got else. You. But yeah, 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 yeah. but it, but it, I remember being like, you know, like uh that was that was really fun and like you know just like it's like set decorations right like because like ev- set decorators are gonna go crazier than like your average person because like they can and like they have everything at their disposal so like oh sure. like christmas like let's like do christmas or like you know and it's probably remember, not like, even in like december it's probably like october or something right like. exactly yeah. Uh, yeah and we were you know constantly shooting like usually like not even back to back but like overlapping sometimes right double like, double ups yeah. yeah yeah and so was that intense as a kid um, I remember just like one time that it was intense. Like most of the time it was like fine, like my stuff was spaced out. But also when you're working on, you know, a show and you're getting like the green pages and the blue pages and like these revisions are coming in from the writer's room like every day. Um, you know, it's like it's fast paced and like, you know, it's not quite like soap opera status or it's like a show a day. But I do remember being like there was a time where we were doubling up and there was like, you know, and we just kept getting like revisions for the scene. And it was like you know yellow page goldenrod page like salmon page and like all these different colors and like i was like kind of being like oh this is like a lot because like we're supposed to be filming the scene like this afternoon and like keeps changing and like you know like i was filming a different scene from a different episode in the morning and like it i remember like just like one time that it was a lot and then the other kind of is it tough to like know the continuity of what i'm even shooting now um, I actually was always super good with continuity. Cool. Um, like, uh, like to the point where like directors, like throughout my life would like be like, you have like a really good eye, which I always thought was, you know, cool. Cause like, I would, I mean, I would say something like, oh, like you were holding that cup in your other hand. Like I would like pick up stuff like that. And the script supervisor was like, script supervisor would be like, yeah, like, yeah, you, you need to make sure you're holding it in like the right <laughs> hand. Right. So That's that awesome. kind of stuff I was always really good with. Um, the continuity wise though was funny is um i lost a tooth in the middle of a day of shooting once <laughs> and so like i don't remember which episodes but if you look carefully <laughs> there is an episode where i am missing a tooth at the beginning of the episode and has grown back by the end <laughs> because uh you know i lost it in between and you know when you're a kid like you get this thing called a flipper which is a, re- a special retainer to fill in missing te- like baby teeth basically mm. and like there was there's like one dentist like on the sunset strip like who does them right and like you if you go you lose a tooth you you go you get a flipper um and you know they would turn them out pretty quick because like they don't have time for like you know whatever like the show must go on right and so i remember like going to get it like the next day but they're like we can't reshoot this like you are going to have and because we were doubling up i think like the tooth is like missing it's back it's back and then it's gone like, in the next episode and then it's like gone for good right um but yeah like that's the kind of thing that's like when you're shooting like so quickly that like yeah there's no time to like fix that kind of stuff totally that's that's hilarious um how about when you what how did you find out like the the characters were being written off oh and 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 <laughs> Sent were you aware of the, 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 the drama of the Hillary Swank drama and all that stuff? Were you aware of all that as a kid? Like things are tense here or? So I don't really remember any tension with her um, or even like thinking that like things weren't going great or whatever. Right. Um, I do remember being like disappointed that like, oh, like, you know, I thought I was like, on my way to becoming like a series regular right <laughs> mm. um and that, like, and that was totally pl- plausible i mean like the the, yeah. the character carly was great with C- steve you know what i mean like you were in that world so it wouldn't it's not out of the w- realm of possibility that's where we're going with this yeah um so yeah i don't i don't really remember like how it happened um 
or like I don't remember like the drama behind it or or whatever. I just kind of like have a vague recollection of like, hey, like like you're being written out of the show and um like we're gonna have a going away party for you guys. And like we did. And like I remember that being fun. Like it wasn't like it, you know, like there literally was like a, a party with like cake and like it was not like no one I think there was off, on the like, show and also now you're saying there was one off the show as, as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um and like, you know, there was like all kinds of like for me at least, um, like going away like gifts, like the like fringed like jacket that I was wearing, like I got to keep and like the hat, like cowboy hat that I was wearing, I got to keep. Um the cast, I wanna say, uh bought me a PlayStation. Um, That's very because cool. they knew that like you know i was playing so much which was like very cool like a very nice gesture like especially to a you know seven-year-old who like <laughs> loves that and so like you know that was that was great i still have it like i still have that playstation which is fun um yeah and so like you know i remember it being like um like kind of bittersweet for me at least um and it, you know it turned out to be i, I don't call it, like a blessing in disguise or anything but like um the next year right the next like tv season i did get a series regular role on a show called early edition with kyle chandler um and christy swanson who like you know was buffy in like the movie right. that hillary was in with luke perry yeah. and so like there was kind of this weird like you know reality collapsing in on itself um <laughs> and and like that ended up being like a great you know like a great thing for me um like career-wise but yeah it was like at the time like that was also filming in Chicago versus like filming in Van Nuys where, you know, I was like close to home as opposed to like had to be sure. away for, you know, like off and on for nine months a year. So, um, yeah. You were in school when this was on mm -hmm. and were you constantly getting recognized for, from, from being a 90210? Um, I mean, not really by my peers. Um, although some kids like I do know like some kids watched it for sure. Of course. Um, yeah. and then like some kids would like, you know, make fun of me. Like they'd like say my lines back to me and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like it was like a weird jealousy thing or or it's, it's such just, a weird like, thing that kids would do. Teasing. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, like it was, you know, like it was more so like when I did like Disney Channel movies that like the recognition like really went like <laughs> right. up because like it was like my the people I saw the most were like the age group that was being targeted. So, um, but you know, like it's like over time, like I, when I went to, so I went to UCLA um, for my undergrad uh, and like one of my professors, like I went into her office hours to talk about, you know, like 17th century literature or something. And she's like looking at me and she's like, you, where do I know? And, and I was like, yeah, like I was an actor and she's like, you, you were on 90210. Oh my god, I love 90210. And like, you know, and yeah. I was like, ended up, she ended up like writing me a letter of recommendation for graduate school, like years later. Um, and the only reason I was like approached her is I was like, I knew she'll remember me. I, I know she'll remember me because like I knew she was a fan of 90210. Like she's not gonna forget her student who was like on her favorite show that, like, you know. Right. That's <laughs> so, amazing though, man. Yeah. That's that's really cool. I mean, does that still I mean you still you did you did act a bunch after 90210 out like you yeah. were acting for a while. Yeah, I would say like 90210 is kind of like the the beginning of like, you know, my like like peak you know output kind of you know like sure. while I was on it I was also doing commercials um mm -hmm. I did um you know and then um and then after that like it was like a pretty steady stream of like you know I did like uh guest star spots on like you know things like ER and Touched by an Angel and Family yeah. Law and um you even you know, were like, in the Santa Claus yeah, that was, I was just doing, like, voiceover, like, stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, it's on my IMDb, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't, I didn't put it there. Like, I don't know how it got there. Oh, really? Um, so you, but, yeah, you... so Santa Claus 2, I was, like, doing, like, background, like, voice. Because I always did, like, voice work, too. Like, uh -huh. this entire time, like, I got into to voice work. Because, like, when I was a kid, I had, like, a really raspy kind of unique voice, so. It says you're an uh, elf. You're not an elf? I was, like, the voice of elves. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, know? so you didn't get to see all, like, the, the magic? No. No. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, like, yeah, I, you know, I, I started, you know, I guess like was the beginning of like me being like kind of prolific, right. Like as an, as an actor and as like a child actor. Um, so yeah, you know, it was like obviously like a great experience for like, 
again, not only as like a resume thing, but also as like a professionalization thing of like learning what it's like to be on a set like day in, day out. Um, because before that, you know, it's like face off, I shot for two days and like a commercial I shoot for one day or like, you know, a, a little, like I did like an episode of like Lois and Clark Superman. And that was like a three day shoot with like my character. But like with how to know, it was like my first regular job where I was like, all right, like you're getting here like at this time every day, like you do your like three hours of like schooling and then it's time to go to work and, you know, did that steadily for, you know, like months and months. So, yeah. What made you not want to act anymore? Was there, was there a point where you were like, I don't want to do this anymore? Do you miss acting too? Yeah. So I, um, it was like a, a compound of different things. The The main one was that like, once I got to high school, I started getting like serious about like, I want to go to, at that point, Harvard. I was like, I'm going to go to Harvard. Like, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And it was weird. It was like my career trajectory from the time I was in like sixth grade was always, um, I wanted to keep acting as a way to like be a stepping stone into directing. And like, I wanted to be a director. Um, and you know, like, you know, like Anson did, right? Like, totally. Um, it's not like a, Ron Howard did, like, yeah, exactly. um, you know, Mark Harmon did like mm -hmm. all of these, you know, especially t TV, right? Because it's like, you work with the same people all the time. You're like, hey, like, let me try my hand at like one of these episodes and eventually totally. they, like say yes. So that was kind of always my goal is that I wanted to, wanted to do that. And for whatever, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm going to go to school. Like I'm going to get a good degree. And then like, I'm going to come back and like, I'm going to keep acting. And then I'm going to like be a director. Um, but like, for me, like it was really important. And I was always like a, a, a pretty good student. Um, I just like got my mind set up that like, I was going to go to like the best school I could go to. And like, for me, it was Harvard. Um, and so like, as I started taking like, you know, chemistry, like advanced, like Spanish pre-calculus, right? Like they, you kind of stop finding like studio teachers who can like teach you the material if you're like on set all the time and mm. I was missing a lot of you know I would be missing a lot of school if I was gone and so I just sort of like scaled back rather than like stopped and I did it like you know I would only audition for things that seemed like you know really really worthwhile like a big movie or or something like that um not like the regular like okay like hey co-starring role like this you know one episode right. in tv show a couple lines like good pay for a day's work but like you know I just didn't have the time to like constantly driving up from at that point, like living in Orange County, like driving to up to LA, go on auditions just to come back and like do a bunch of homework. Um, so I just kind of slowly, you know, kind of phased it out. And then by the time I was like, you know, a junior in high school, I was like taking like four AP classes and, you know, doing like model mm -hmm. United Nations, like everything I could to be like the best like college, like candidate possible sure and I ended up at UCLA um which I was like okay well now I'm actually like living in LA so mm -hmm. but again I was like I'm taking classes like I'm I was still like um I actually got to UCLA I was 16 I turned 17 right away but like my first year I was like you know if I do get a job like I will still need a studio teacher like even though I'm in college because I'm under sure, 18 sure. um so I just, I, I scaled back again and I just started doing like voiceover only when I was in That's college. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I worked like a little bit. Um, and also like, it was helpful that like my voiceover agency was like pretty close to Westwood. Um, <clears throat> and then like I applied to film school. I didn't get in. And then I had like <laughs> so... crisis of faith. <laughs> uh, and I was like, well, maybe like, I'm not going to be a director. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but I knew I wanted to work in the industry. So I started like, um, like the summer before my 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 last year at UCLA, I um got like I was like a friend of a friend. I got hired as like the first AD, even though I like never AD to anything right. um for a short film um starring Ben Savage. And like I definitely watched like Boy Meets World growing up. So I was like, yes, sure. I can't. That's like, your say no that's to your this. speed. Yeah. yeah, like I can't say no to this. And so yeah. I did. And then like you know one of the actors in that who you know was also kind of like a young writer director who wanted to like make more stuff like I made a couple short films with him as like a producer and you know I was like oh like maybe like this production side like is what I want to do um and then so after college I ended up working at MTV 
um, for the show True Life. Um, and I was an associate producer for that for like four years. And I was like, well, like I'm still in the industry. Like this is going to be like how I move towards, you know, um, directing or directing. Something. Um, but I wasn't like writing scripts. I wasn't like, you know, trying to make short films or anything. <laughs> so I wasn't really putting in the work. Um, and at that point, I, I had started auditioning again. Um, because again, like, I was like, working in LA, like in Century City, like right around the corner from like, like the Fox building, you know, Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard, mm -hmm. like the Fox yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was still like auditioning and like I started acting classes. I realized that like my acting style as a child was like, you know, not going to hack it anymore. Right. Because sure. there was like nothing behind it anymore. And so like it was the irony for, like to me was that like I got, you know, I started working also on like play, you know, plays like I didn't actually do theater, but like I would do monologues. I would like do scenes from plays. So the irony to me was I got much better at acting and yet I like never ended up like working again because <laughs> um, I was like, you know, like. It was, it was, you know, I, and I'm glad that I did, like, it's a worthwhile experience. And like, I would never say never, um, it's kind of, you know, probably never, but you know, um, so yeah. So like, I, again, like I was, you know, I was auditioning a lot and like not really getting where I wanted to go. And then I was seeing my friends for like my acting classes and like, they would like wake up and be like, oh, what am I going to do today to become a better actor? And right. I, was, like, I don't have that same drive. Like, right. I like it. And this yeah. is fun for me. Like, it's something that I love to do, but I don't love it that much. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And like, I'm not gonna, you know, like, and they're like dropping everything to like go on auditions. I was like, I, you know, like, I don't know if I want to do that. So, um, you know, I, long story short, like I stopped working at MTV. That kind of just like fizzled out. Like we just had fewer and fewer episodes like to work on. Um, I started working in heavy construction. Um, my dad, my uncle my grandfather back like multiple generations are all crane operators mm. and it was like I was like well like I need steady money um and I got into like the union I learned how to run cranes like I made very good money like probably the best money I'd made since I was like working regularly on tv sure. mm -hmm. um which like you know the nice thing was like working as a kid like I didn't have like any student loan debt like I was able to pay for my tuition sure. which was great yeah. but then afterwards you know it's like well now what um mm -hmm. So I was doing that. And then like, then I started working nights and like, there's like, and I could maybe audition, but then when I wasn't working nights, it's like, you can't like ask a foreman, like, Hey, like no, I take off early. Like I, uh, you know, there's I like, it's a commercial for, for, you know, yeah, Campbell's yeah. soup that I just like, I think I, I, think <laughs> I got not. it. Um, so, you know, just sort of like fizzled, you know, kind of fizzled out. And, um, I met my now wife, um, around that time, like while I was working for MTV and, you know, we're like starting to like figure out like what do we want for the future and like what do we want our future to look like and then like one day really out of the blue um it felt like out of the blue i like was like working it was like 4 a.m because you know you go in early and i'm like backing up a crane and i was like i want to be a literature professor <laughs> and it was just sort of like a like moment of inspiration and um and yeah like i texted like the only person who i knew was awake was my best friend who um was living in Singapore and she's like remember that feeling because like it's not gonna always you're not always gonna have it but like if that's really what you want like you know hold on to that and um you know this is like five years ago now and I like I still like love it and um you know that is what I want to do and I do want to teach like literature and film like film is like deeply like steeped in like who I am how I think For about sure. like media how I think about the world how I think about like culture so I you know I'm never turning my back on like film and television um but from a production side I, I don't really foresee myself like going going back to it unless maybe something really cool came your way and you, it was it was an opportunity that you can dive into something yeah like that. Ex exactly and like you know the cool thing is like those like those friends of mine who like were you know like living and breathing acting like a lot of them have become like very successful now and like I am super happy for them and like you know, if they ever were like, Hey, like I want to do my own thing. And like, I want, you know, people will still like a lot of friends, like send me scripts that they write all the time because mm -hmm. like, I just, I've been reading scripts my whole life and I have like a pretty keen eye and they know that like, I'm even before I studied literature, like I would have friends be like, Hey, like, can you read my script? And, um, so like, you know, like I've got, you know, friends who are working actors, like steadily working actors who are like, I want to do more than just acting. And so, um, you know, they, like, they do like send me scripts and I, you know, read them, I get feedback. Um, I'm actually like might 
teach a screenwriting class, which is That's really cool. crazy. I'm teaching yeah. creative writing right now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, like, never say never, but like the, you know, my other friend who I was working for at MTV, like he's now directed like a couple features and like, you know, we had like talked about it. He's like, well, like, do you want a role in it? And I was like, well, I don't like, do I want to like, I don't know, like, do I? And so I had like, you know, he like put me in a scene because it was like fun, but like, right. it wasn't something that I'm like, all right, doing it for like money or credit or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, like there's things like that where like, I'm still adjacent enough to the film industry that like, I would never rule out like me appearing on screen like ever, but um, for the most part, like my interests lie in teaching. I think for the most like for now, yeah. right? For now. Yeah, <laughs> until, until something <laughs> pops up. Which, hey, man, you never know. It's always it's always a possible right for that to happen. I mean, it, we've seen that story before where somebody took a totally left turn and then came back around to it. So it's, you know, not, not another realm there. Yeah, um, exactly. And, you know, I, who knows? I might end up like being like, oh, you know, like I've read all these scripts, like, oh, like maybe I'll write one. And then, hey, like, it's pretty good. Like maybe I'll shop it around and like, oh, maybe it's getting made or what? Like you, you yeah, never know. Right. So. Exactly. Um, well, this is great, man. Catching up with you. 90210, mostly good experience for you? Really good experience. Um, you know, I... I really like can't I know it's like not as fun like gossip wise but like I can't like think of any like no, <laughs> anything I'm, I'm bad good that, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no I can't really think of like anything bad that that happened um you know or like any negative experiences like of the set like and again you know I'm looking at it from like a child's perspective but there were other sets that are on where I could like I was like this is not working right like right. this <laughs> yeah, is yeah. tense this is this is not great. Um, or like, this isn't professional. Or like, this is not good. Um, and I never felt like that with 90210, you know? Um, and, it, and now that's like, you know, that's great. And, um, you know, I think afterwards I ran into, I ran into Tiffany once. I don't remember how many years like it was after, but like, and it was like kind of picking up where we like left off. And um, I like talked to Ian off and on after that um and actually you know it was funny I didn't realize this till after but like four years ago like three or four years ago I went to this like only way to put it is like a music experience um <laughs> that Tori was at and like I didn't I, I thought I recognized her but like I hadn't like kept up with her and she had blonde hair and like I remember her always having like red hair because sure, like, that was right. like yeah, what yeah. she what had that season and I was like was that and she was very pregnant at the time too and I was like no, like that's not her. And it was like a room of like 300 people who were like, it was basically kind of like a podcast thing where this like um, music was being like dissected, like um, track by track. And her oh, husband was cool. really into it. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I love, like, I live for that. Like, it's so cool. Um, and her husband was really into it. So I guess like he brought her to a show. And um, I was like, oh, is that her? I was like, no, like, I don't think it is. Like, that would be like, how weird would that be? Like, if she was at this thing that like is pretty niche that like 250 <laughs> right. people yeah. are going to like Atwater Village, like to like check out. Um, and then like literally the next day on the radio, like the guy who did it is like on KLOS, like, or he was in the morning, uh, on Monday mornings. He's like, yeah, like Tori Spelling's at my show last night. I was like, oh, damn it. Like I should have said hi. Like <laughs> right. I was her. And I was like, I was like really kicking myself. Um, but, uh, yeah. Cause like, I feel like, you know, like she would have been like so warm and welcoming. And, like, totally. Had I been, like, like, yes. like, Hey, like, remember I was on 90210. Yeah. 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 She's um, really wonderful with people, especially like the guest star cast and all that stuff from what I understand. So yeah, yeah. She was like just I mean, like really everyone is just like so like warm and and welcoming. It was just like, you know, she was like, I think the person that like I gravitated to the most for for whatever reason, who was like, you know, the kindest to me and like the most yeah. fun. Um were, were yeah. you connected with like Lindsay Price or or Vincent Young and all that season? Cause like they were also newbies. They were older, obviously. Yeah, um, not really. Um, and again, like, you know, it's not like we like, had a lot of s screen time together either. But um, yeah, like, I have like a sign, I'll I'll send you some photos, because like, yeah. I've, I've dug through and like found some fun stuff. Um, so I found like, you know, like signed like headshots from like, different people. Um, and so like, you know, like, I have like more personalized notes from like Ian and, and Tori sure. and like, and then like, Vincent like it was just like hey like good working with you like it was like kind of <laughs> right and so like I remember like nothing bad I just like you know we just our our, our past didn't really cross I don't even think that there was ever a connection with the like he you definitely did that to Donna but I don't think he was involved in it too much yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, <laughs> yeah. Don't, I don't think so. I don't I don't I definitely don't yeah. remember um but uh yeah so speaking of uh things that I, I 
dug up, I did want to show you something that okay. um, I, I pulled out of a trunk at my parents' house a couple months ago, but I got this sweet oh, no like, 90s denim jacket um, and like, uh, you know, it says cast and crew on it. And then like, well, it's gonna be hard for you to see, but like the buttons. Oh, that's are, amazing. Like, 90210 buttons. Um, and the crazy thing is like now that like 90s style or is like back, like I see and I, I, I'm on a college campus with like a bunch of Gen Zers who are like, you know, 18 and 20, like everyone's walking around with like jackets like this. And I was like, I could <laughs> like wear this and like, you know, fit in with the youth. <laughs> That's um, amazing, man. So you you did get some stuff from your time at 90210. Oh, yeah. Like they, they were honestly like they were the best show for swag that I think like I was ever a part of or like any like anything so i have that jacket um in the 90s there was also like i don't know if I remember like kipling backpacks were like a really big thing with like the like oversized buckle and like the little like, gorilla like keychain i so do we got, that, yeah. i have like a natuino like kipling backpack um one of the cast gifts or cast and crew gift i think at christmas was um I mean, anyone who was like in la in the 90s knows this um we got like the 1998 uh edition of the thomas guide like the Thomas Guide, like map book, um, with like a embossed like leather black like nine hundred two and season. I don't eight, think like, kids you're, that you're teaching are gonna have any idea what this is. They don't know anything about well, like a map, like a paper no way. map in a book I mean, form. It's no way. Also, yeah. like it's also you know on our phones and embedded in us. We never have to ever worry about getting from one place to the other. But back in the day, that in the nineties, that was a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was, you know, like my mom was driving. And so, like, I was, like, navigator, too. Like, I, you know, my mom would drive me, you know, and, like, sometimes my grandma and, like, other people, but, like, mostly, like, my mom would drive and she'd be, like, okay, it's at, like, you know, the audition is, like, the 1800 block of, like, Satsuma, like, Avenue in Burbank. And, like, I'd go to the back and, like, find, like, that. And, like, okay, it's on page, like, 593, like, column C, like, right. row A. And then, like, I'm, like, okay, it's fine. Okay, so we're taking the, you know gotta get to the 134 and then like then you listen to like the traffic report on like the ra like, am radio right. i or, know like, on the knx or like KFWB. are you still out here are you still in la i'm in austin now so okay. yeah i moved yeah. i moved to austin two years ago um when i got accepted to the phd program here at ut uh so yeah you know but like i i know the streets of la like very well and like i'm interested in maps too like yeah because right. i had this like very formative experience of like you know flipping through the thomas guide sure. um trying to like get from you know one side of hollywood to the other um yeah that's amazing man um this is great good catching up with you i might yeah. send you a script that i wrote <laughs> seriously i have something yeah. i wrote yeah i mean you said you do that so i do I'm it all the for time. people to read um Anyway, it's really great, man. It's good catching up with you. And I'm glad that you're doing so well. And um, this is awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. And yeah, sorry, it, it took so long. Uh, I, my wife and I had a baby uh, in April. And so like, Congrats. I think, you know, like, my life has been kind of turned upside down by that. Uh, but would you would you let your would is boy or girl? Uh, boy, so I have a son. Would you let him uh, act? If he wanted to. Um, I think I would, you know, it's funny, because like, he's, I mean, I'm subjective and very biased here, but he's very cute. <laughs> and like my my grandfather like sent me a letter the other day and it just said like, you know, shall we put Flynn in the movies? Like just like, a little like note. And I'm like, I love that. Um, well, we live in Texas, so it's a little bit harder. But, um, you know, like I would be honest with him, like, hey, like it's not like, you know, it's not like a normal like Life. thing. And like it can provide, you know, like it can provide a lot of opportunity. But um you know, I also consider myself like very lucky to have escaped with like a pretty normal, you know, um, like life after um, child. So like no, no, none of the tragic kid story stuff. Yeah. And, you know, like I never got to like a level of fame where like that was going to be influencing, you know, me. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, like it can get there. And like I have friends who are there and like grew up in the, the world and like it is crazy that like you know like when my friends are like 12 years old auditioning for a show and like a casting director tells them like they're too fat and they're like a 12 year old girl like that does like serious damage yeah, seriously. to you mm -hmm. and it's like you're not like fat you're like a healthy normal like 12 year old like and so like you know there's that aspect of the industry that I'm like, ooh, no, like I wouldn't, you know. Or just like not even knowing why you didn't get a role and all of that sort of stuff that 
yeah like the constant rejection i mean like yeah was that hard for you um no i think i understood early on that like it was a numbers game and that like you know i wasn't gonna win them all um and that, (laughs) that made it a lot easier to like rationalize like constant rejection and it made like every time like you get you know a a job like like you really savored it because you're like wow like i don't know when the next one's coming and mm. um you know i i i loved that that aspect of it and like you know i think it was you know there's unhealthy things about it like for sure but i think one of the healthy things is like learning that like failure right is okay then like failure is not failure it's just like an opportunity to like start again with something new and um you know as i've like reinvented like my career multiple times like as an actor as a you know producer as a construction worker and now as a scholar like i i'm totally okay with that that like i think that like the you know that's that's something that is like embedded within me now is that like hey like you're not gonna like not everything's gonna go perfect for you all the time and um and that's okay and um you know i'm lucky that i have that perspective because like i think it it does not it doesn't affect everyone that way right sure Um, yeah yeah all right man well thank you so much for this this was a lot of fun and uh maybe i'll catch up with you some other time too yeah sounds good i'll send you some uh some like some fun stuff that i've (laughs) dug up from behind please do man yeah yeah all right very cool all right have a good one man cool